Hey there, friend. I'm so excited that you have decided to listen in today to the Boutique Workshop podcast. So this episode was first recorded live in front of all the members of my free Facebook group. Yep, you heard that right. I have a free Facebook group for boutique owners just like you. And if you aren't a member yet, I want to invite you to come on over and join us. You can find my Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. This is the best place to keep your pulse on what's going on in the boutique industry. Come on over and join us for free tips, free training, and a lot of awesome collaboration. And thanks again for tuning in to today's podcast. Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. Hello, happy Tuesday, everyone. Um, and my name is Sierra. I am the founder of the Boutique Workshop, and it is my goal to create simple trainings that help you build the confidence to create a profitable business. And I do this by taking complicated topics, things that overwhelm us and frustrate us, and I help you break them down into bite-sized actionable steps so you can take them and implement them into your business today. So today we're gonna to talk about time management. Our training Tuesdays are usually just 15, 20 minutes of a quick chat, something quick that you can take, take away, implement into your boutique business to make an impact right away. And we're gonna be talking about time management because that's kind of what our theme is around this group and over in the boutique workshop for the month of December. We're working on growth and creating a growth plan and a lot of time management or time management feeds into growth in a big way. And so time management, time blocking, all of those pieces are really gonna be kind of at the core of what we discuss as we grow. So today we're gonna to talk about time management. Okay, so time management. Um, really what we're talking about and working on for the month of December is building a growth plan for our boutique business. What do we want our boutique business to do in 2021, right? So we know that this year has been something so unpredictable. I think a lot of us were going into 2020, just the ring of it, the sound of it, it felt like it was going to be a phenomenal year, right? And then something that's so interesting happened with the pandemic and what's going on. There's not often that something affects all of us in this country, right? There's natural disasters in pockets of the country. There's things that happen in pockets of the country. Maybe North Dakota is affected, but California is not affected, you know, and we have empathy for one another. We care. But what's really interesting is that what happened here in 2020 affected each and every one of us. And it would be really easy to step back and say, oh my goodness, what a horrific year. It did not go as I planned. I didn't grow. I didn't do what I wanted to do in my business. But what if instead we pivoted our thoughts a little bit and we looked at what 2020 enabled us 
to do with our business because we had to be innovative, because we had to shift and change. How many of you guys had brick and mortars that in March were completely closed down and you had to quickly pivot and figure out how you're going to reach your new audience? How many of you guys were online or social sellers and suddenly the market's flooded with everybody selling socially and you have to figure out in March or April or May this year, you had to figure out how do I stand head and shoulders above everyone else? How do I grab all of those customers, right, that now are sitting at home and have lots of options already and now everybody is doing the same thing as me? In times of adversity, we have the opportunity as small business owners to look at what that adversity is making us do and to see how that actually deepens our relationship with our customers, our knowledge of our business, and the ability to just pivot and grow and move forward. So I know in the boutique workshop and different co group coaching programs I've had, I've, I've talked about this illustration. So if you're with me usually and you've heard it before, please bear with me because I know there's some new gals here who have not heard it. So I love to listen to podcasts at the end of my day. I try to take a walk around four to kind of close down the workday, part of my time management, right? We're going to talk about that. And I was listening to a podcast. She was talking um, to a restaurant door in California. So California, oh my goodness, still so shut down, right? And it has been, especially the restaurant industry, so hard hit. And this was like a um, kind of a gourmet burger place, right? So hamburgers, but like up a notch like gourmet burgers and people were used to coming in sitting down with a white tablecloth having someone come and serve you right this was white glove service this was premium a premium burger place well of course when it was shut down they were forced to have to figure out how are they going to generate revenue and i know so many of you were in that or are in that same spot i can't perform my business the way that i wanted to and so i have to pivot and figure out how i'm going to generate revenue in the new environment that i have right if i want to keep at it. If I want to pay my bills, I got to figure it out. So this restaurant door was forced to think that way, right? So he, okay, everyone's offering curbside pickup. And so that's what I'll do. But how do we take our gourmet hamburger environment in our restaurants and deliver that at the curb? Because what we specialized in is what he was talking about. What we specialize in is people come in, we serve them, whatever, right? That's why they pay $20 for a hamburger. How do we get them to pick them up at the curb, eat them in their living room on their couch and still want to pay that price? And so they figured out how to deliver that white glove service to get into people's homes with the way that they served their product or the presentation, whatever those things were. And here is the nugget. Here's what I loved about this story. It wasn't the fact that he knew how to pivot and make sense to his customer in the new way that he was going to sell to them or, you know, derive revenue. What I love and where the nugget was in this story is he said, you know what, when we come back online, when we open up back our door, we open up our doors again, right? If we open back up again, those people who have gotten used to getting that premium service at the curbside aren't suddenly going to complete stop. They're not going to come to a screeching halt and never buy from us curbside pickup again. No. In fact, what it did is it opened up two new areas, two areas of revenue for their business. So now they had people that would come back into their store and pick up where they left off, shop, eat, whatever, like they were used to, but they had gained a whole new way to drive customers from the environment around them. And that's what makes me really excited about tough times like we've had in 2020. So that story to tell you, going into 2021, you are now set up and poised to grow. 
even more than you would have grown had 2020 been the year you thought it would be. How many of you, if you really think about it, how many of you made more income doing something completely different than you had planned than you would have if it would have just been status quo and you would have had your year of growth? We all learned to grow, to change, to be more in tune with our customers, to see spots where we're bleeding cash or we're bleeding time, uh, spots where we're not being efficient, right? Things that our customers don't want anymore. We had time to observe that because we had to do it. And as entrepreneurs, the small business owners that stay, that remain, that stay in business are the ones like you guys that said, okay, this isn't working come March 1st, 2020. This doesn't work. What am I going to do? How am I going to change? And now you've created a whole new way of doing business. And when things start to open up and change and grow, we know they will, right? Because the economy, every economy, right down through the ages, it's like this. It's going to come back. That's what, that's what happens. You're going to be poised and ready to grow. And that's what's super exciting. So in the month of December, we're working on our growth challenge. And a lot of that piece is managing our time. So as we've pivoted and grown and changed the way that we do business, oftentimes we find ourselves running like crazy, not being efficient, right? Because when something's hard, our first instinct is to go, go, go and try to fix it. That's entrepreneurial and that's okay, right? We have to fix it. We have to grow. We have to do. But then we need to step back and say, okay, now it's time for me to put systems and processes in place for what I have going on. Now I'm poised and ready to grow for 2021, but I have to make sure my time is being used wisely every single day. That every hour I'm spending on my business is a revenue generating hour, right? So here's three things I want you to think about. Number one, we are the masters of our time. You and me are the masters of our own time. No one else is the master of our time. We are that master, right? So either we manage our time well or we manage it very poorly. Either we use our time wisely or we foolishly let it slip away every single day. But we are in control of that. So I like to say that we need to take ownership as business owners of our successes and our failures. We can't just own our success like, oh my goodness, I made this goal. It's amazing. And I love to proclaim that. And that's awesome. And I want to proclaim that. And I want you to proclaim your wins. But you also have to be honest enough with yourself to say, I also own my failures. When I didn't make that goal, that's on me. It's not on my customers. It's not on my product. It's on me at the end of the day. When I don't manage my time wisely, when my time slips through my fingers every single day, when I go to bed and I feel overwhelmed and I can't sleep, and I am the master of that, right? I am the master of my time. I need to own that because until you own it, you can't change it, right? Until you own it, you can't change it. Number two, business owners need time budgets, okay? As a business owner, you would need a budget for your money. You also need a budget for your time. You budget different projects into different time slots. And when that budget is done, when you've expended the time in that allotted budget, you need to train yourself to move on. And what happens is we get really efficient with our time. Okay. If you only have $500 to spend on marketing, that's it. End of the day. You don't have extra credit cards. You can just put it on. You don't have cash sitting around. You literally have $500 to spend on marketing. That's it. When it's gone, it's gone. What are you going to spend on marketing? $500 or less, right? You're not going to go over because you have nothing else to spend. We need to think about our time that way. 
So when you have two hours to spend on social media and marketing every day, when that two hour time slot is done, your budget is up and you have to move on. And what happens is we will get very efficient with the use of that two hours. No longer will we find ourselves flitting over to answering emails, to checking packages, to doing inventory, to flossing our teeth, right? We're not gonna leave that project and go do something else because we know when our time is up, it's up. An example here. So you guys know when you go on vacation, you've all felt this, right? When you go on vacation, you're up against a time budget. I'm leaving tomorrow morning on a flight at 5 a.m. If I don't get everything lined up, I won't have access to my computer. I will not be able to do it to after tomorrow at 5 a.m., right? And so what happens? We suddenly get all of our projects done. That's because we created a time budget for ourselves. We set a deadline for ourselves, and once that was done, it was done. We find ourselves very zoned in very on track to get our work done and that's what we need to do as business owners we need to have um, time budgets as well and number three separate your tasks into buckets this is what we're going to be working on over in the boutique workshop a lot what kind of tasks do you have in your business what tasks are necessary what tasks are time wasters how can you eliminate the time wasters and how can you make sure that every task you're participating in is ultimately a revenue generating task. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.